All right. Good morning, everybody. How you doing? Uh, another edition of Morning Woodruff. I'm Earl. This is Travis. Buenos dias, folks. Right. I didn't know you spoke French. That's cool. Uh, uh, this So right now, uh, we're coming out of the weekend D23, the Disney Expo that happened this weekend. And, uh, of course, we're huge fans of Disney, oh, yeah. all things Disney. And so there was a, a lot of great news coming out of there. Uh, a lot of, uh, like, Disney Plus the the streaming service that's coming on in November yeah that's there was a be lot of it's it was a lot of that and not as much movies right there there was a lot of a lot of talk about that because there's so much content that is going to be on that uh, not when it when it releases they they have a lot of different things they're going to have but even their up and coming things uh, they announced that some of the the stuff they have uh, they're going to have. Uh, it's going to cover Disney, it's going to cover animation, it's going to cover the Marvel Universe, it's going to cover Star Wars. So they, they have a lot of different things going on uh, with that. And so that was kind of the driving force of this year's uh, expo. Um, yeah, so yeah, they're going to have like, what, 2,000 hours of content? Or? Yeah, when it first comes out. And they also had a, if you attended the expo, they had a premium. So, if you attended the expo, you were able to sign up, from what I understand. Seven bucks. Yeah, you were able to sign up for seven bucks a month, which it's, it was half of what it's going to be. So, it was going to think it's going to be... Fourteen. Yeah, it's fourteen bucks a month. But you can pay, you can pay now, three years uh, for, if you pay $175, you're locked in for three years for the 175 mm-hmm. Now, imagine what you pay on Netflix... You know what I mean? You're paying $175 for Netflix for one year right now. Yeah, so they, uh, they have a lot of different things there. They're trying to get you locked. Not only are they going to be less expensive than Netflix when they launch, but if you sign up for three years, then, you know, you're mm-hmm. like, they're really trying to get you excited about it. And I made the mistake when I bought Sirius Radio, I... They had a thing where you could sign up for five years for five or five or no, it was lifetime for five hundred dollars, or you could pay, you know, one hundred and sixty dollars a year. And I'm like, well, I'm not gonna listen to this thing for five years. So it's now years it's it was like, yeah, it was like Jesus, what two thousand seven I think. So yeah, it's, it's been twelve years ago. I've been paying for serious. So you still Serious. Yeah, I'm still listening to Serious for several lifetime yeah, contracts. I could, yes, I. So now I'm like, anytime I come across a lifetime contract, I don't even care if it's the devil. I am signing that thing because I don't want to miss out, you know. So, but yeah, so that uh, so they have those incentives, and then uh, they also have a thing if you sign up for the D23 uh, fan club, you can get that. Uh, you can get a like a bonus. For signing up for it now and getting the the streaming service, because they're gonna have a like a lot of their uh, Disney Vault movies, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. everything uh, except for Song of the South is going <laughs> to course. be on the Disney Vaults or uh, in, in the uh, streaming service. Uh, but they're also going to have they're creating cartoons for the for the service for the animation part of it. Uh, they're gonna have new Star Wars cartoons. Phineas and Ferb. Yeah, they're gonna the be bringing doing... back Liz and McGuire. Yeah, they're they're bringing yep, back a lot of, yeah the old uh, Disney Channel stuff. Yeah. They're they're bringing that back out. Uh, they're doing um, not new shows. 
No, 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 they, they, no they they're doing re, no, it's Liz McGuire with Hillary Duff. The old yeah, show, yeah, but yeah, it's not Hillary Duff no, today. No, yeah, 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 yeah. They're yeah. doing, they're bringing, they're bringing, they're, they're digging deep. They're Which doing mom now. They're doing, yeah. they're doing <laughs> Hannah Montana right now, and Miley Cyrus is bringing the Coke bag. That's right. There's nothing better than Miley Cyrus hopped up on cocaine, <laughs> unless it's Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> and then the guy struck out on weed, and I believe that's how you got out of Town Road. So, <laughs> but it all comes around. Uh, but also, they're doing uh, the original content. Uh, they're doing a Star Wars show, The Mandalorian, yeah. based on the group of warriors that Boba Fett is affiliated with. And it's uh, seven years after Return of the Jedi. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it looks amazing. How the the trailer like there was no dialogue except at the very end by Warren Kurzog. Yeah. And, <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And now we have the Mandalorian and. Because Warner Herzog is a very old German man, right? And so he'd be like, and now you have the warrior, and he is going to go deep into the monster's belly. Or is the monster's belly going to go? He's very existential. So <laughs> I want you to know we are going to kill everything in sight. <laughs> anyway, uh, so, but it takes place after Return of the Jedi wouldn't it be great like because no one's ever like they've wrote books about it and things like that what if this character finds the belly of the Sarlacc pit goes in digs out Boba Fett, Boba Fett seven years later Boba Fett somehow managed to live inside the belly of the Sarlacc yeah you know he, he took the helmet off like this thing was so slowly digesting Boba Fett but Boba Fett was slowly digesting this thing, you know, like cut off a piece, eat it, you know. Like, he, he looks like Thor from Endgame. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, they they say that in the in there's been books written where uh, Dengar, the world's crappiest bounty hunter, which he like looks he's like wrapped, he's wearing, he's wrapped in toilet looks paper. like he's wrapped in toilet paper, and he was able to rescue Boba Fett, but the stomach acids had taken one of Boba Fett's legs and I think one of his hands. So he had to get those. But in the Star Wars universe, uh, being an amputee just goes, yeah. that's part of the deal. It's part of the like Everybody, Luke lost a hand, Vader lost, everybody loses a hand in, or a head in yeah. Star Wars. So, or gets frozen. Or, or you get frozen, yeah. If you're having a contract dispute, you get frozen in carbonite. So that's what, that's what happens. Speaking of uh, contract disputes, uh, suddenly in Spider-Man. We'll, we'll, we'll touch on that. Let me finish. I got this whole Sorry, book. Sorry, I'm, I'm getting winter. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Don't blow your load. Oh, okay. uh, It happens. Well, they're also doing, uh, Disney Plus is doing the uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yes. And where you think that would be like, that's uh, the two guys that are accepting the Captain America mantle. Mm-hmm. And it's, but, but when they're playing it like a buddy cop type of, like yeah. a lethal weapon type of thing. Like, these guys don't like each other. And it, it's going to make for an interesting show it's, because yeah. you're taking uh, characters that are mostly, you know, dealing with, like, life and death. You know, the government's falling apart and we have to save it. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, man, I'm getting too old for this. You know, but yeah. like, you, you, you switched into Lethal Told Weapon. Told you, put the suit down. They're also doing a, a show called WandaVision. Which is like a sitcom. Yeah, it's going to be like a 1950s sitcom, but it's based on some Marvel characters that just had 
if you if you watch the movies, the like in the Infinity War, Vision died, and Wanda was in love with Vision, so she just lost the love of her life, and now they're going to put these two in a 1950s sitcom show. So you have no idea how this is going to tie in or what it's going to be about, but it just seems really interesting. Yeah, so. and they announced Moon Knight, yeah. as Marvel, and um, She-Hulk. Yeah, and uh, the Miss Miss Marvel is uh, a Indian. Yeah, percent. yeah, Pakistan yeah. Indian, uh, and so she's like the first superhero of in, in that culture. And but she has like Mr. Fantastic type powers, stretching body morphing powers. And Moon Knight is like Batman for Marvel Comics. Except he's uh, schizophrenic. <laughs> well, isn't Bruce Wayne? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, because there's that one comic where I've probably referenced this before uh, Superman uh, and Batman and Wonder Woman are all teaming up. And Wonder Woman says, if we hold the golden lasso of truth, it'll tell us who we are. And she says, I, she holds up her golden lasso and she says, I am Diana of Troy. And the lasso starts to glow. And Superman grabs it and he says, I am Kal-El. And, and so you know, like he, the, like, he grabbed the lasso of truth. So it's, he's telling you who he is. So Bruce Wayne grabs it and he goes, I'm Batman. And and he believes it, so that's where I think that he and that is a that actually happened. So, uh, but Moon Knight is uh, his father was uh, Jewish, and he was tortured in the concentration camps, and but somehow uh, Werner Herzog, yeah. Quinto. So, uh, so Moon Knight, he like he saw all that. But he grew up with wealth, and he went to, uh, he was in Egypt, and he came across these uh, Egyptian scrolls, and reading this gave him the powers of this uh, ancient uh, crime fighter, Mm -hmm. you know? So he did, he kind of like inherited these these powers, and, uh, but it only, uh, at nighttime, is when uh, the powers come from the lunar, you know. So if you're having an eclipse, it's like his kryptonite. You know what I mean? Like I believe that's how Moon Knight works. So, uh, but they're making a TV show based on that. So and, uh, and then She Hulk, which is she's Bruce Banner's cousin. That's right. And gives her a blood transfusion, yes. and she becomes right. She Hulk. And I know in science that's not how blood transfusions it's work. A, but... It's not quite the gamma radiation. Experiment gone wrong with Hulk, but but I'm, I I like I like to see. It. I've always been a fan of She Hulk, and I think it'll be pretty awesome. There was a there was another comic, The Savage Dragon, and they were trying to do that where uh, where in the Incredible Hulk comic, Hulk gives her a transfusion and she, and She Hulk become or you know she becomes She Hulk. Mm. Well, so this guy is dying, and they're like, quick, give him some of your blood. So the dragon. Uh, does a transfusion and the guy's body cannot handle getting this superhero blood and his body explodes. <laughs> and they're like, that's what happens when you shoot superhuman blood into somebody else's bloodstream. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty funny that, because you're expecting this guy to become, wow, there's going to be another one. But no, it didn't happen. So, uh, go ahead. No, I was about to say, segue into the Sony 
No, no, not, oh, easy. not yet. Easy. Sorry, calm your tits. I'm, so, sorry. <laughs> uh, but at the at the D twenty three Expo, they also uh, announced they were going to do some new things with the parks. So uh, they're going to do like a if you're familiar with the Moana cartoon, they're going to do like a dancing water uh, type mm. show. And Disney has uh, always had these different fountains and uh, dancing waters and stuff. So it'll be pretty interesting to see what which, they do. Uh, which park? Uh, park? It's a great question. Uh, it's it's going to be at oh. Disneyland. Oh, uh, I was Disneyland. about to say, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, I figured it'd be at the, um, where they have that big show in California Adventure, the uh, colors and... They're doing the Avengers Campus at oh. California Adventure. And so what that is is that you will go in and you're you're going to be training to become an Avenger. So you'll go into a room and it's a, a Dr. Pym's room and there's a giant pretzel and, and soft drink sitting there. And but like you're Ant Man, you know, mm-hmm. so now you're you're experiencing everything that uh, is yeah, uh, so you're small. The move what about the Eternals? Yeah, that's. Uh, what do you guys think of that? Did you guys write that? Uh, that's gonna yeah. be interesting. We yeah. didn't. We didn't write anything on it yet, uh, just because they're still casting in it. Because I thought Angelina Jolie. She yeah. she and just signed up for Kit it. Harrington. Selma yeah. Hayek. Yeah, yeah, and and they're all playing different. Uh, Eternals is supposed to. Space. Yeah, just based in space. Yeah, uh, Jack Kirby created a lot of characters with Stanley, and then he went. He they got in dispute. And Jack mm. Kirby, because he designed all the characters, where Stanley created all the the story, right? And Jack Kirby created all the art. Jack Kirby left and went to the competition. He went to DC Comics, and he did a story called the. He did a comic called the New Gods, and uh, they. It was huge, and but he his contract was up with DC. He went back to Marvel. And he kind of finished that story with the Eternals, mm. and so uh, the Eternals are basically the new gods, and they're people that have been around for centuries, and they they had these godlike powers, but they've kind of evolved or de-evolved, oh. and they were able to take on the guise of everyday, you know, hey bud, what's happening, mm-hmm. you know, or maybe they didn't talk like that in the sixties. But, hey, uh, hey, straight cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey there, straight cat. Get down. You bees knees, buddy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that might be actually closer to yeah. anyway. Mm. So yeah, the, and and okay. Uh but they do have a a they're covering all different genres. So like for these people to have created existence. So you have uh, Salma Hayek and Kumail Nanjiani and Angelina Jolie. So you have, uh, you know, you, you have people that aren't regular white people, and then you have Angelina Jolie that covers people that are Martians <laughs> from different planets. Because <laughs> uh, so back to the Avengers. So there's gonna be Hank Pym. Yeah, and so yeah, so there's uh, it's going to look like you're traveling through the the quantum realm. Yeah, and then they're also going to have a Spider-Man ride, and we're going to touch on that because Spy- Disney owns the character Spider-Man, but they don't own the movie Spider-Man. So we'll we'll touch on that yeah. here in a minute. Also, D twenty three, they announced that uh, for the parks, they're doing the first ever Mickey Mouse themed uh, ride or attraction. It's 
It's hard to believe. It's going to be a Disney World, like, or is it, or they're actually going to do it at Disneyland? They're going to do one at, I believe, California Adventure. No, no, yeah, California Adventure uh, used to be the... Uh, no, 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 Roger Rabbit, right? Aren't they, aren't they going to take care of Roger Rabbit and put the Mickey Mouse in there? I, I, I'm not sure where it's going to be, but I, they're going to do one in California and one in Florida, and it's going to be the Mickey's Runaway Train, or they actually, uh, they already have it in Florida. It's yeah. at the Hollywood yeah. Studios. And it's a runaway train ride. Mm. So, uh, Mickey and Minnie, you're... Steamboat Willie. Yeah, you're, you're in the... You're, you go kind of like along for the ride type of thing. Mm. You're watching them on this train. You know? Right. So, anyway. Uh, that, so it's like Pete... Hijacked your uh, train or something, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Hey, goofy, guess where we're going? The richest man yeah. in the cemetery. <laughs> what you, Ebenezer? <laughs> it's, uh, the, my favorite telling of the Christmas story is the Mickey's Christmas Carol. <laughs> um, and they're doing a, in uh, Epcot, they're doing a whole overhaul of Epcot. They took out those uh, commemorative stones and fountains in the front. And yeah, that those, sucks. Those are that was good. awesome. <clears throat> it's where Travis would stand for pictures. Yeah, and <laughs> so they're uh, they're getting rid of that. The uh, they're redoing the inside that giant ball. There's actually a ride inside of there, mm. and that it, we've never done. We've nope. been there five times. We've never ridden that ball. We did it once. I never did. It. Oh. Maybe you and uh... <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I totally I wrote it. Yeah. So, but it's it's it shows you communication through. Uh, through the years, mm. okay. So it starts out with cavemen writing on walls, and it ends with people sending faxes. So that's how old this thing is. They're right? So yeah, so they're going to continue it. It's going to start with cavemen writing on walls, and then it's going to be people ignoring each other while looking at their phone. And that's uh, I. So I'm excited. About it's going to end with LOL. Yeah, lols. <laughs> uh, so then uh, they're also doing in the. Uh, in the England part of Epcot, they're doing a first ever Mary Poppins attraction. So they're going to have the house, uh, Mary Pop, or you know the the Banks's house, mm-hmm. and then uh, I don't know how it's going to be, but it's going to be Mary Poppins themed. Nice. Which, yeah. I, I I really thought you were saying they're going to incorporate some uh, actual people that spoke cock- Cockney. Hey, sweet, you tea for you, Governor. Hello. Hello. How you doing, Pulpit? Welcome to Epcot. Have you seen Spaceship Earth? <laughs> and then uh, the guys are walking around. Hey, what are you looking at, Colt? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, nothing. Just keep walking. It's actually Russell Crowe. It's like a whole bunch of deli budgers. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, right, yeah. It's, but uh, the, the best thing about uh, the England version uh, at Epcot, one of the times that we went, is that they, that's where you can get a pint of Guinness. And they also have a great bathroom over there. Yeah. So then they also have like a Beatles cover band. Yeah, they do. They, I think they're taking that out because nobody likes the Beatles anymore. Yeah, yeah. Nobody, no, no one likes the Beatles. <laughs> oh, it's horrible. They're flashing the pan. <laughs> I, they, they've had their time. Fifty I, years is enough time. I like the Beatles, but they're not as good as the Monkees. Yeah. That's what I'm <laughs> they're totally <laughs> buff. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. Like, you got to monkey around. Yeah. Come on. Like, how could you be? Th- yeah. How could yeah. Be? Uh, Star Wars. I mean, the Disney also announced that they're uh, at in Disney World. They're making a Star Wars themed hotel, 
And so you'll it looks like it's going to be uh, a space cruiser. So the hotel looks like a spaceship. You go in mm. and they're going to have it's all going to be Star Wars themed throughout the entire hotel. And uh, coincidentally, it cost that much to um, stay there. Is how much you would pay for a spaceship? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like, I'd like to buy a spaceship. Yes, that'll be one million dollars. Yes. I, oh, I knew coincidentally, that. that's how much the rooms cost. Yeah, that's. I, I knew that it would cost that much. Yeah, absolutely. And Disneyland is uh, putting out a new parade. So that's that was some of the stuff for the parks that uh, they announced at D twenty three this year. Uh, they also have um, the new movies that are coming out. Uh, the Rise of Skywalker. Um, yeah, it's going to be nice. Because The Last Jedi, as much as a huge Star Wars fan I am, that movie just almost like destroyed every goodwill that J.J. Abrams did with Force Awakens because it was just total... And I liked Looper, I liked Rain Johnson's work, but The Last Jedi was just pure dog shit. I I disagreed. Yeah. I, I liked it. I went and saw it twice. Well, yeah, you'll see anything twice, as long as you get free po- or get popcorn. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not free, I didn't have to pay for the popcorn, okay. but I will go to anything just because of the popcorn. But um, they also announced, or the Jungle Cruise, they pushed it back so that they, I think so that they can announce it at D23. And what do it's, you think? Uh, when it's being released in 20, 2020, right? Yeah. yeah, in May. Yeah. And they released a trailer with uh, The Rock, and then they did one with Emily Blunt yeah. from her perspective. Yeah. It's like, I haven't seen any footage of it, but I'm pretty excited for that. I'm excited for it because I've always thought the Jungle Cruise is, is one of my favorite rides, only because there's the humor along with the... Actual, you know, because because it used to be served as such a a straight serious subject. Like there's there is the most fearsome animal in the jungle, the 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 elephant, the bull elephant, and then they got later on the cast members started to make funny stuff. And there's the second most feared animal, his mother in law. You know what I mean? So there's. Like, they started adding these jokes to the Jungle Cruise, well, which made that humor. Yeah, I was about to say, you definitely know The Rock can bring the humor. Yes, when I think of funny, I think of two people, Robin Williams and then The Rock. Those are, that's, those are my... George Carlin be damned. <laughs> yeah, George Carlin, who? Like, where's The Rock at? <laughs> but yeah, uh, they also announced a Black Widow movie. And it's going to be the uh, the origin of Scarlett Johansson's character, uh, she later becomes an Avenger, and spoilers dies an Avenger. I know, I know. It's got uh, David Harper. Yeah, and he plays I think Captain uh, Britain. Or no, well, I, I know they don't know. He plays the he plays the no. Well, no, there's the Taskmaster, but then David Harper is going to be playing the Russian Captain America, oh. and uh, I forget the guy's name. Code Red. Yeah, I think that might be it. Seriously? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're not far off. You're oh. not far off. <clears throat> but uh, but it's going to be the telling of how Natasha becomes Black Widow. But uh, there was another... There was a blonde Black Widow. And so I think they may set up her origin story. Is Natasha's sister or something like that? No, I don't, I don't think they were sisters. But 
Um, but she went through the same training facility as Natasha. And uh, they're going to talk about Budapest, right? Yeah, they'll probably show what happens uh, because Hawkeye and Black Widow in the first Avengers movie were talking about Budapest. And then Nick in, Fury talked about it in uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah, so they'll probably show you what actually went down in Budapest. And so uh, then they also announced Black Panther 2. And based on the success of Black Panther 1, you knew there was going to be a part 2. Well, of course. Yeah. Um, I think in Black Panther 2, this just rumor right now, but I think Namor is going to be the main antagonist. Yeah, that's there's been a rumor going around that he might be showing up. Yeah. It's like, that would be, be kind of awesome because, I mean, we got Aquaman earlier or last year, and that was great. Namor, I think... It's going to be better because Namor is a little bit more darker. Yeah. Because he hates humanity more than Aquaman. Yeah, Namor's a bit of a dick. I mean, from our perspective. Yeah. But from his perspective, you're like, oh, I totally get it. You know, it's like Thanos. You know, Thanos wanted to destroy half the population in the universe. And you're like, oh, this guy sucks. And then when you get out in the population, you're like, you know what? I totally get what he was talking about. Like, I want to get rid of half these people right now. Like, the only reason why Namor likes humanity at all is because he wants to get in uh, Sue Storm's guts. Well, and and who wouldn't? You know, Sue Sue, Storm is dreamy. Uh, But they're also doing Maleficent too. Electric Boogaloo. That looks like it should be a direct-to-DVD film release. Yeah, it should be. Since it's got Angelina Jolie, it's got to be in theaters. She she was quoted as saying, bigger horns, bigger wings, and crazier than ever. And I think the horns and the wings are provided by Industrial Light and Magic, and the crazier than ever is provided by Angelina Jolie. So... If you ever saw a picture of her and Brad Pitt together, uh, Brad Pitt always looked like he was ready to chop his penis off. Because could you imagine being with her and all those adopted children and like just all the crazy that she carries with her? It's incredible. So, yeah, looking forward to watching that on. I'm going to wait for that to come out on bootleg. Yeah, Um, I was actually waiting for them to announce that on Disney Plus. Yeah. Uh, they also announced in the uh, animation section they're doing a movie called Onward. and With uh, Tom Holland, Chris Pratt. Yeah, so Star-Lord and Spider-Man teaming up to become their mythical creatures yeah. in a mythical land. Yeah, it's yeah. like if ogres and... Um, like, elves and... Mold. Yeah, elves existed today, but it's... To the, yeah, but instead humans, it's them... And so it's them like taxiing, and then you see airplanes, and yeah. And uh, unicorns are like mailmen. No, they're uh, like dog, like rabid dogs. Like he's like, oh, you left the trash cans open, and the the unicorns got into them, and they're like trying to shoo them off, and the unicorns all, (laughs) and then then they run away, you know. And rainbows are coming out of their mouth. Yeah. So, uh, so that should be interesting. And they're also doing Frozen 2. Of course. Of course. I thought they already had a Frozen 2. This is connected to Spaceballs. The Beach. The Search for More Money. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it used to be like when Disney would do a sequel to a popular movie, they would 
do a directed DVD. Yeah. They wouldn't have it come in the theater. <clears throat> and so, like, Frozen 2, Maleficent 2, it's like, do these really movies garner a sequel because of so much money they make? Or should they be on, like, the the new streaming Disney service that's coming out? No, if they, I think if they feel that they're going to generate enough money that they'll release it in the theater and then they'll release it on the streaming service. Didn't Frozen do well, though? Yeah, oh, like it made over, better than made the, over, yeah, over a million dollars. dollars. So yeah, you don't think cartoon. Frozen 2 should go right to, just uh, from the... I I think Frozen Two deserves uh, if it had to be uh, released in theaters, Frozen Two, not Maleficent, because Maleficent is I just like I see it bombing very badly. Like, well, they're doing Lady and the Tramp, and they're doing that for the streaming yeah. service, and, where before they would have had to release it in the yeah. theaters, but now this is based on the cartoon Lady and the Tramp. And it looks like they did a pretty cool job yeah, with it. Yeah, they actually did a really good job. Because um, they actually, the dogs are real. They're not CGI dogs. Yeah. I mean, of course, their mouths are CGI, but because dogs can't talk. What? <laughs> they must be saying something. Lady and the Tramp was a cute Disney cartoon. Yeah. Out of the original old ones, yeah. that's one of the better ones. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. And, uh, so yeah, so that's coming to the, but that's going directly to the streaming service. As well as, uh, they're doing the, the Loki show and, uh, She Hulk again. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> who would you like to play She Hulk? Uh, oh, uh, Caitlyn Jenner. It's <laughs> a good one. Because she has the bone structure and she's got the muscles and you know she can pack on the muscles like that. And she could look a man. Whereas, like, yeah, yeah. Right. Whereas, like, a female bodybuilder, if you lift weights, it's going to take you months. Whereas, if a guy lifts weights, it takes him a matter of weeks. Yeah. And if a guy becomes a woman. Yeah, easier. But boom. Two birds with one stone. Maybe, maybe that's what. And this could be way off base, but maybe what they're going to do is they're going to take Mark Ruffalo's Hulk, and he's going to be transgender, and he becomes She Hulk. Time travel. <laughs> anyway. So, I'm sorry about... Now I can get to finally talk about it. Sony Marvel. The Spider-Man dispute. Um, I think Marvel already did like five great Spider-Man movies. And so they already had to give Spider-Man back to Sony. And so it doesn't really... I'm not really that torn... Of them giving back Spider Man, um, what do you what do you think about that? Oh, you know, I'm more passionate about this than I was my my father passing away. I it's terrible, terrible, terrible. Okay, so uh, I was a big fan of the Raimi Spider Man yeah movies that Sony made. Uh, Sony back when Marvel was going through bankruptcy. They were selling off their properties to may be made into movies. Right. And so Sony was like, well, we don't want this Captain America. You can't do anything with that. We don't want Iron Man. You can't do anything with that. We'll we'll take Spider-Man. We'll take take your A-list. Yeah. And so they they did that. And then Marvel got bought by Disney. And they were able to pull out of their hole. And based on the success of Iron Man, which MCU, Marvel Comics, uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe made with help from Paramount. But Paramount was going through troubles, so Disney took over for them 
and inherited mm. this hit that's Iron Man and created this entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. But they, they had to do it without Spider-Man. But they did. They made these characters interesting and fun without their best character. Meanwhile, Sony was over there trying to, like, if Do you make their own thing. Yeah, in the first, uh, in the first Spider-Man movie, they shoehorn Macy Gray into it uh, because she was on Sony's label. So now you get a Spider-Man movie, and then all of a sudden, like, okay, this random singer shows up, and uh, it was the last time you saw the Green Goblin or Macy Gray. So, fun <clears throat> fact: Are they the same? Could be. I don't know. Who knows? So then you have Spider-Man 2 with Dr. Octopus, one of my favorite Spider-Man movies. Yeah, it, the train sequence at the end of the movie alone was great. I think it was at the end, right? It was in the middle. It was in the middle. Yeah. Sorry. Even though Colby calls that bullshit because nothing can stop a train with your feet. Yeah, it's because Colby loves trains. Yeah. And then Spider-Man 3 has highlights and a lot of lowlights. Uh, definitely a lot of lowlights. Probably the most hated Spider-Man movie, even the Andrew Garfield ones. Yeah. So, but then you switch to the Andrew Garfield ones. Amazing Spider-Man, uh, they did the lizard as uh, the bad guy. And the they did a great job with the lizard. But they... The Spider-Man, the costume looks terrible. Andrew Garfield was a great Spider-Man. Shitty Peter Parker. But a shitty Peter Parker. Peter Parker is not that cool. Mm-hmm. Right? Peter Parker, he's skateboarding, and he's, like, he's, like, give, give me a break. He's a nerd, Where's right? Kevin McGuire, great Spider-Man, or great Peter Parker, shitty Spider-Man. Yeah. Also, he was 45 yeah. years old. He, yes. So, uh, but then you have Tom Holland, who is, he's a great Peter Parker, he's a great Spider-Man, the costume looks awesome, and they, Sony had teamed up with Marvel, and they had done an unprecedented deal uh, where they were able to lend out Spider-Man for these movies, and you thought everything is going to be right with the world because Spider-Man is good, it's fun, and everybody enjoys it. And then it fell apart. Uh, Disney was asking for more money, but it was because Disney was only getting the money from the... Or the marketing. From the marketing, yeah. Or from the, the, like, toys and stuff like that. They wanted a piece of the film. Mm -hmm. And which... Whereas they made most of the film, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and so, like, I I know that there's a lot of hate for it, but if you you love the character, you're going to take Disney's side. And if you own a PlayStation, you're going to take Sony's side. Because that's what it comes down to. It comes down to two sets of nerds. That's where all the... You got video game nerds and comic book nerds. Yeah, and these two used to be the same. But now they are going head-to-head because comic book nerds want to see more of this great Spider-Man and video game nerds only care for anything that has Sony on it. Sony is God. So, Mm. Disney's being greedy. Oh, no, Sony doesn't want to play ball. So it comes down to two sides and... Uh, John Favreau said that he's holding out hope that they'll come to an agreement. And well, I'm I'm glad they they started with this this dispute after Endgame because if Spider Man didn't come back after um, after Infinity War and he was permanently gone, that would have really sucked. If they would have said, okay, no more Spider Man for the MCU, and he didn't come back, that would have just been like a kick. In the 
the groin. It is a kick in the groin because they came back with Spider-Man Far From Home and that was a good Spider-Man movie. And it ended with reintroducing J. Jonah Jameson, the like one of the highlights from the Sam Raimi Spider-Man, the newspaper publisher, comes back as like this Alex Jones, it's a conspiracy, I tell you. And and not Alex Jones sounds like Jesse Ventura. I have detailed files. I just want you to know. I was a Navy SEAL for six years. And, and Spider-Man was inside 9-11. Spider-Man in, 9-11 was an inside job. I just want you to know. There's no way that jet fuel can melt those beams all right. I just want you to know that and old painless is waiting. That's right. I ain't got time to bleed. I don't have time to talk like Jesse Ventura right now. So, Okay. Spider-Man is a threat <laughs> that must be taken care of. <laughs> what I would do is send a couple of snipers in, right? You set some of those bombs face forward. It says so right there on the front, okay? And then you get some... Yeah, that's right. I've got enough C4 here to orbit Arnold Schwarzenegger. I can do that. That's right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Um, Tom Holland is signed on for three more movies, though, right? Wasn't he? No, he, he no? signed on for one movie for <laughs> sure. But, uh... So he, he would have to do one more Spider-Man movie and then uh, his contract. But you never know. They they could figure something out. But uh, Kevin Feige is the head of the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. And Amy Pascal at the time was with Sony. And they're the two that put this deal together. Amy Pascal had to step down because her emails got sent out. She knew uh, Epstein... No, no, she, not like that. Uh, But she did have some like really hateful emails that went out about everybody in show business, and so Mm -hmm. she got fired or let go, and this new guy took over, and this new guy is not friends with Kevin Feige, and so that's where the deals are kind of falling through. But you never know. So um, I seen. Surprise, surprise, I've seen a movie this weekend. What? Yeah, I know, right? Ready or not. Okay, what was it? Uh, it's a movie. <laughs> it's it's basically uh, this girl marries into this family, and they end up playing hide-and-seek. Mm-hmm. It's like a, a ritual they do. And uh, the, the bride has no idea that they're trying to kill her, but then she finds out, and hilarity ensues. Here's a whole bunch of comedy. Was it funny? No. Oh. Uh, it was funny in parts, but it was uh, mainly, it was really gory. Uh, it's not too many scares. Not, like, so you can take your girlfriend, I was about to say maybe a mom, but they cuss a lot in that movie. And uh, there is a ton of gore. And that's why I think you would love it. Not so much, well, mom, mom can handle gore, but it's just the F word is a no-no in the house. <laughs> Unless The Rock says it. Yeah, unless The Rock says yeah, it. That, that's fine. Rock can say, fuck, until the cows come home. She, she wouldn't care. What did he do to those cows? <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, the movie was, is very gory. And, so it's a horror movie. Yes. Hmm. Horror, well, yeah, horror movie. It's not scary. Like I said, two or three jump scares minimum. So it's got gore, but it's not a horror movie. It's got scares but it's not a horror movie and it's got 
a little bit of comedy, but it's supposed to be a comedy. Sounds like a great movie. Yeah, I'm just kidding. so that that's why I'm not dark a comedy. comedy. That's not why I'm a film critic. Yes, dark, <clears throat> dark comedy. Okay. Um, it is. Uh, I would give it. Uh, pretty. It's pretty damn good. It's like ninety. Uh, on like Rotten Tomatoes, it's ninety ninety percent fresh, and it's really hard to get a very solid uh film review from Rotten Tomatoes. How many tomatoes would you give it? Um, out of five out of five, I give it a five. It was really good. That good? Oh yeah. Cause uh, Rotten Tomatoes, I don't know enough about it, but I thought it was just a monkeys monkey a bunch of monkeys with computers. So I'm not sure if I no, because they they'll give movies that are that I think are good like uh, like say I don't know a movie like Blazing Saddles or something like that In line, and and they score. gave it like yeah they gave it like a rotten score like the Zorro the Gay Blade got like a 40% <coughs> and like how's that possible yeah. Zorro the Gay Blade is the greatest movie ever made yeah it's right up there I, we've gone with the wind gone with the wind and then Zorro the Gay Blade like in that order right so so I I don't know if I go with what they say necessarily I used to have a pretty good, you know, Siskel and Ebert, you know, they were kind of... Uh, fair. Yeah, they were pretty fair, you know. They, it was a good show. Yeah, it was a good show. You watch two guys bitch about movies. And, Sit in the theater and yeah, tell you about it. Like, I always wish, like, I, that's what I could do, you know? I mean, that's pretty much what we're doing right now. Yeah. You know, you got a fat guy and a skinny guy complaining about movies. I I think we are, we're on to something. <laughs> so... Oh, well, uh, the funny thing about Rotten Tomatoes is that it takes... Like, it's not even its own uh, website. It's, they take a whole bunch of different movie reviews and combine them. Because, did you know that? No, I had no idea Rock how Tomatoes it works. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes isn't its own thing. It takes, like, all the reviews and mesh them together well, and gives out a good score. See, score. No, no wonder that's... Because you could take a bunch of... You could take how many sites that people are like they crap all over everything and well that gets added in too well what if these guys just hate Sony because but, of their stupid Spider-Man what if, yeah <laughs> what, what if they were just having like a really bad day yeah and then you're like well I didn't think Idiocracy was that good and now it gets a bad score and, <laughs> I love Idiocracy Idiocracy is a, uh, it's telling what the world is about to be I think somebody yeah. was a, a time traveler actually wrote that yeah. movie, so, because that's what's happening. Okay, it is time for the weekly top six. <laughs> um, by um, this is provided by StereoGum.com, and it is the top six guitarists. Oh. And okay. yeah, you are going to be very surprised because I've seen a couple of these names and I was like, who? Um, so, uh, Chad Atkins. Um, I don't <laughs> no. know if he's top six, but here's number six is B.B. Yeah. King. Okay. Probably one of, like, not one, the best blues guitarist ever. No. Now there's Buddy Guy and... Uh, but but he, he's the most named... He was in uh, freaking... Uh, well, he's the most famous. He was Robert, in, Robert Johnson. He was in his Amtrak's commercial. Robert right? Johnson is the most famous blues guitarist. I don't know Steve Ray Vaughan. Robert Johnson... <laughs> Robert Johnson... You've seen... Um, um, Crossroads? The movie with George Clooney. Oh, he, they escaped from prison. Dustin Dunn? 
No. Out of time? <laughs> or out of luck? Or... Oh, brother, where art thou? Oh, yeah, okay. So they pick up a I... black guy who is basically supposed to be Robert Johnson. Robert oh. Johnson was a so-so guitar player. This is back in 1920s Mississippi. And he was okay. He leaves. He comes back a year, year and a half later, and he's the greatest guitar player they had ever heard. Whoa. Literally, all of a sudden, he was better than everybody. And so there were rumors that went out that he sold his soul to the devil to be that good. Oh. He died really young. I think he was 28. He got murdered. Uh, he was sleeping with that's somebody why, else's wife. That's why you say Robert Johnson's the best. I had no, no idea. No, but he's he just... He is the guy that... Like, I think B.B. King, I don't know if B.B. King knew Robert Johnson, but he, he was part of that that, that whole era of, he was kind of, I don't know if he's the greatest ever, but he's the one that's kind of like up here yeah. with blues. But B.B. King, I mean, influential, he influenced everybody yeah. too. So, I mean, totally, I agree with that. What do you think about that? Uh, like you said, uh, the BB King is most well known for mm. the Valtrex commercial. Wait, no, not Valtrex. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that's totally different. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, he he is known. Uh, my my favorite thing is uh, in trading places where he wouldn't buy Dan Aykroyd's watch. So mm. that's my favorite yeah. BB King moment. <laughs> <laughs> Number five, and I have no idea who this is, so I can't say anything. Jeff Beck. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jeff Beck, uh, he, he's a great guitar player. I can't remember the band. Yeah, I was about to say, you want to shed some mind here that I forget the band, but yeah, I don't uh, if you, uh, you remember the movie uh, Honeymoon in Vegas with Nicolas Cage? I remember the movie. I don't remember uh, yeah. anything that happened in it, other than dressing as Elvis, they jumped out of the airplane. Is that's that the right, right movie? Right, yeah. okay. Well, on the soundtrack for that movie, it's a bunch of today's artists... Uh, doing Elvis songs, and Jeff Beck does a guitar version of Hound Dog. Right, that was one thing with Jeff Beck is he doesn't sing. Oh, right. He's kind of like Ted Nugent, Santana. He's yeah. the guitar. Well, Ted Nugent sings a little, but yeah, yeah, he usually yeah. has a singer. Right. Yeah. Uh, fun fact: Bruno Mars was the uh, little boy at the very start singing the the Elvis. Oh, is that right? Yeah, that was Bruno Mars. Wow. Well, he's going to be the new Spider-Man when they get that agreement. Oh, it's I'm Bruno sure. Mars? Yeah. I love yeah. Bruno yeah. Mars, actually. Yeah, he's well, good. Yeah, he's I good, but I don't know how well his acting is. Yeah. Um, so, okay, number four, Keith Richards. Yes. I'm not a Rolling Stones fan. No, but you have to Good, good. No, he is very... I'm, I appreciate the fact that he's still alive. Yeah. yeah. First. <laughs> because... That's number one I thing. mean... Who would have thought he would die? Yeah, Kurt Cobain would have died before him. There was a there was a cartoon, and it was uh, it was God pointing to Adam and Eve, and, and God says, "Adam, this is your wife Eve. You would respect her, respect her, and love her." And uh, and then Adam says, "Well, who's this guy?" And God goes, "Oh, that's Keith Richards. I, I don't know. He was here when I got here." So. <laughs> He's, but uh, yeah, Keith Richards outlives everybody. Yeah. So. Uh, number three is Jimmy Page. Oh yeah, Led Zeppelin. I mean, yeah. What, I'm, well, they're, sure. they're, they're riffs, get past you know, the weirdness. Yeah. On on the Keith Keith Richards thing, you know, when you hear the beginning of uh, Jumpin' Jack Flash, immigrant song. Uh, start. Well, I'm still talking about oh. Keith Richards, oh. but but the, when when those songs begin, then. You, 
That's how you. That's why you'd put him in that mm-hmm. is be, in that category of great. Oh, standard. great guitar player! I because just was, I know I piped in with. I'm not a Rolling Stones fan, but it's more because I don't listen to that. No, but and, he is and, a great guitar. But player, I'm no not doubt. really so much a fan of the Rolling. But I'm also not a fan of Led Zeppelin. Maybe I don't like guitars at all. Uh-huh. No, I'm just kidding. I love guitar, but but yeah, uh, Led Zeppelin. You know, uh, Black Dog, Immigrant Song. When the beginnings of those songs, mm-hmm. and, and oh yeah. yeah, great guitar player. You get is past a, the weirdness. He's, right, yeah. immigrant song is the song in Thor, right? Yeah, when he did Yeah, yeah, that gives me so jacked. That's a great. I, yeah. I love Led Zeppelin. My cousin doesn't like Led Zeppelin because she doesn't like Robert Plant's voice. That to me makes her. I want to push her out of a wind, out of a building. <laughs> and she knows a lot about music except that. Well, and she I doesn't think, like this, the the one. He she says he sounds whiny, and I just want to slap her when she well, says. Come from that. the light, the nice and snow. I'm like, you are crazy. <laughs> I think his voice is what makes them great. Like yeah. he just that. Oh, he, never understood he, it. He sounds almost like a who's that guy from uh, the Who? Not Pete Townsend, but uh, Robert the Roger guy. Waters. Yeah. Yeah, no, Roger. You, no, Roger yeah. Waters is the who? No, no, Roger Waters. Is Pink Floyd. Yeah, 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 Roger no. Waters. Yeah, I was like, he's Pink Floyd. I hate Pink Floyd. No, uh, um, <laughs> Frampton. Uh, no, not Frampton. Um, Peter Frampton. Peter Frampton. <laughs> Mick Jagger. Eric, Eric Clapton. <laughs> Kurt Cobain. We're gonna go by enough names that we'll figure out who he is. Scott Weiland. This went off the rails on the crazy train. Yeah. Scott Weiland. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Top 10 heroin addicts. <laughs> Scott, Scott Weiland was Lane Lane Staley. One. He was number one and three. <laughs> Lane St- yeah, I forgot about Lane Staley. Uh, Kurt Cobain. All right. Okay. Oh, my God. Number two. Get back yeah. on the tracks. Number two, Eric Clapton. Yeah. Slow hand. I mean. Yeah, but I never thought of him as like a great guitar player. Like he writes great songs. Like I like <laughs> his songs, but I've never. I didn't. But, and maybe because I wasn't really. Well, I was listening to uh, when he does. Uh, I'm trying to, yeah, uh, Layla, yeah. and uh, and it's really yeah. Well, Eric Clapton, he did he did write my favorite song about George Harrison's wife, but I think I already told that story. Yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, but uh, but when he does Layla and he does the fast version. It there is some crazy guitar playing on there. I don't know if I'd put him at number two. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's very generous. Yeah, that is very generous. Like, I, but uh, I think we can all agree on the number one uh, without a doubt. Jimi Hendrix. You it's know, not you even that going. close. Like even when I said that, you're like, oh, Jimi Hendrix. It's, it's probably it's, what you without a doubt. He's my favorite of all time. Totally biased. You you can't even national anthem at Woodstock. Yeah, yeah. That's special. And people have done it, and they none of them sound as good. His, his music changed everything. Yeah, it, he was a trendsetter. It it was was different. It was unusual. Yeah. He did things with guitar that nobody did then. And he was and, left-handed. He had and a, he was left-handed. Yeah, yeah. And they, uh, like James Hetfield and Kurt Hammett did the uh, national anthem on their electric mm-hmm. guitars for the Giants game. And it, and they were playing the national anthem, and it didn't sound as good as Jimmy's. Mm-mm. Well, no. Paul Stanley plays the national anthem <laughs> from Kiss. Right. And it is so generic. <laughs> there, there is no... The thing with Jimmy is just the electric guitar was... was just starting then like and he just 
it, it was blues and rock and, and he's singing about drugs and, and but life and looking at yeah. things and appreciate it, it was just such a different he, he was a legend he's one of the greatest musicians of all time not just guitar players I, I wouldn't even the, and, and Hulk Hogan coming down to Voodoo Child is Hulk, oh, oh that was the greatest I thought, thing I thought you were going to say Hulk Hogan should be in the top six I was like uh, when, when Hulk bases, Hogan played with Ruckus maybe, are you kidding the maybe, best bassist in the world maybe don't bet, say it what Racists. Uh, bassists. Yeah, no, no. He played. He played bass in a in yeah. a band called Ruckus, uh, yeah. back when he was, before he was, Thunderlips. He was Terry Bollea. Yeah. Um, well, what is who's missing is like I'm surprised Eddie Van Halen wasn't. I game. totally agree. I totally I, agree. Like I, I get the Eric Clapton, Jimmy Page stuff, but I wouldn't. I. And the thing with these lists is I think they just go, hmm, okay, he's well-known, he's well-known, he's well-known. Right. He's well, and they, yeah, they go with it. Because that, that's the same list you could read yeah. in Any, 20 yeah. magazines. And you're not yeah. going to argue with, with those. You know, no. You're like, oh, well, you know. Army. To me, the only one that's not subjective is Jimi Hendrix. That's number, he's number one. How you could put anybody ahead of him, I would not, it would make no sense to me. Just because of the way he changed everything. It's also, um, like Maynard and Toll. He's the, not a. Well, oh, I know, player. but the guitar player Adam for Jones. Yeah, he should. He does a really good job. Yep. Slash. There's so many guys that you can put in the top six that aren't here. Slash yeah. is fantastic. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, Slash is so good that he plays on. Everybody invites him to play. Seriously, on stuff. yeah, so, that's a great point. And yeah. he, it, oh, I even you know rappers want to collaborate with Slash because yeah. of how good he is. He's so good that mm-hmm. Michael Jackson picked Slash to do the guitar for Black and White. Yep. You know, I mean, when you hear that song, you know it's Michael Jackson and. You 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 didn't know it was Slash, right? But then when you hear that, you're Michael like, of Jack- course, Michael Jackson handpicked Slash to play that that, that riff, mm-hmm. and then you're like, you know what? Now that makes that song even better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Slash should definitely be on that list. But he, you know, it's one of those things where they're not, you know, I don't know, it's bias kind of thing. They don't yeah. want to put him in it. Guns and Roses. Yeah, you're like, I'm not gonna take well, Axel's an a hole, so I'm not gonna put. Although Welcome to the Jungle is one of the best rock albums of all time. I yeah. saw it listed had it number one, which I disagree with, but it's certainly high up on that. It's in the top it, ten for yes. sure. It's definitely my favorite karaoke song. Yeah, Welcome to the Jungle. And yeah. your karaoke is that? Oh yeah, yeah. Appetite for Destruction had Paradise City. Mr. Brownstone. Yeah, I meant Appetite for Destruction, yeah, not Welcome yeah, yeah. to the Jungle. I, I was picking up what you were putting Thanks, around. bro. Appreciate yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't hear more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to the Jungle is one of the greatest albums ever. Yes, yeah. Welcome to the Jungle. If it was an album. Yes, and, and, it, and it went on the other album, it's actually really Appetite good song for Destruction. Though. It's actually a really good song. Though. It is. It is. The whole thing is good. It is.